Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Christy. And welcome to this week's edition of Pancreas Pals. And yeah, so this week's episode, we're going to discuss a little bit about food and reflecting and how to really kind of log things occasionally and just figure out trends and patterns and mostly this isn't making sense words are hard but (laughs) we're bringing this up in part because christy just spent another year around the sun girl just had a birthday so happy birthday to christy hey thank you so much it's true i'm 23 now she made it we're now officially overlapping in age it's that's uh, fun yeah we got like only four months to go before that changes so embrace it (laughs) i will you know what that's a whole third of a year i will take it yeah, boom. Look at you and your math. Um, it's the I most you'll get out of me, so. Yeah, we, uh, in case you guys are unaware of how Christy and I met, we were both in the College of Communication at Boston University. Check out episode one, where we talk about, episode one, season one, sorry, where we talk about all of that and how we were very differently and very scarily diagnosed later on in life compared to our pancreatically challenged counterparts just a little plug there definitely go back and listen to season one if you haven't had the chance back to season two which is where we are now in this week's episode um christy in case you guys don't follow us on instagram and are unaware she posted this amazing picture of her and all her birthday donuts which (laughs) caused a lot of commotion and jealousy for my end because it's not my birthday, and I wanted to celebrate Christy's birthday, but I live in New York, and she lives in Boston, and so is a tale of unrequited lost love. But uh, These donuts <laughs> are truly heartbreakers. They are wonderful. Anyone in the Boston area, go to Union Square Donuts immediately. I don't care that it's 4 p.m. Immediately go. They are incredible, wonderful things. My roommate was delightful and went out early that morning to pick up the donuts to have ready for me when I came out of the shower. Um, Oh, what a gem. She is adorable. Made my birthday very special. But she had a whole box of these donuts, which, honestly, even if you don't follow us on Instagram, like, like, please do. But, like, just go look at them because they are some big donuts. They are flashy. They're ogle-worthy. They are... The they're beautiful they're beautiful but like i'll give it to you at face value it can be a little bit um what's the word i'm looking for intimidating uh because, especially as a diabetic especially I look as at a diabetic and i'm like i can feel my pancreas run away like i feel it tense up it and exits like, her body oh. it's disgusting it's like what are you about to do i'm already dead and you're like bitch i know but i want the donut but i need to bar you right now come back um so I, being the needy little person that I am, saw this box full of donuts, and I decided to cut a wedge from every single donut in the box. Because that's what I do! So I could try all of them, because I could not 
in good conscience decide and they were all autumnal flavored which if you haven't caught on because my birthday's in October I love fall flavored things so I had an apple cider Christy donut is a in there fall princess it's true it's true follow want- her personal Instagram and you will see how autumnal of a weekend she has every weekend in the fall and it's a beautiful thing it. it's gonna keep it's- going don't you worry wait plug your plug your personal it's Alston Princess. I now live in Brighton, <laughs> but I lived you in Alston. I lived in Alston for two years. I still feel like I'm the princess of like trash. Alston. For those yeah. un, uh, unaware of Boston neighborhoods, Alston is not necessarily the one you want to be associated with as far as for a lifetime like it's great for college it's right near boston university a lot of college like college kids around boston live there because it is you know off the off the green line it's pretty easy to get to and it is a cheaper area to live but it's nicknamed rat city and i've seen a number of rats yeah sure you've seen many you've lived among them (laughs) we had a kitchen mouse i named her beatrice if Erica moves away from Boston and Zach breaks up with me, there's a really good chance I'm going to grow old alone in Alston. So. Um, shout out to Zach, Christy's great boyfriend. That No pressure, but basically you just put <laughs> infinite on him. Sorry to, uh, to get away from that. Let's go, let's go back to uh, those beautiful donuts, your one true love. Yeah, case in point, they were just beautiful and fall-flavored, and I had to try all of them. So I think... I think, in fact, I know now that I'm saying this because I'm going to hashtag reflect and record, which is our like loose theme of the episode. My blood sugar before the donuts was 188. Yes, mm-hmm. very specific, but this is where this is where I'm at. Um, so like that was fine for some donut flair. I could not tell you exactly how many units I had, but I did, like I looked at everything. I don't know if I've ever explained this before, probably. I tend not to think about what's in front of me in terms of how many carbs is this. I just know my own unit scale really well. So when I look at a plate of food, I think this is X amount of units. So I did take like two extra units from what I actually thought I was going to need just because like it was so much sugar at once right you Um, can't really stagger it for for those unaware Christy uses um injections Novolog I should change my Instagram to Novolog princess oh my god I would totally get behind that you know that what? can Maybe. be your, your Finsta. That'll be your Finsta Maybe. dedicated to diabetes. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, now that I'm saying that out loud, that actually is kind of funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I figured with the amount of what I was having, if I were to just have, like, a bite of one of those donuts, I probably wouldn't take anything because that's a single bite. But I was having, like, a dozen bites. Which is, like, one full donut. Honest, if we're being honest, it was probably more. I was not being shy. It was my day, anniversary of my yeah. birth. I was going in. You made it another year around the sun, and honestly, it's 2017, and that is something to be thankful for. Think about that episode of Parks and Rec, Treat Yourself. Donuts. Yeah. Treat yourself. That's where I was in this moment. Literally. Um, and then because I am truly, like, Alston or not, I am still a princess, um... Around 2 p.m., I decided that my roommate and I should go get sandwiches from this awesome place called Jim's Deli in Brighton. I'm just free PRing all of these food places. Yeah, but um, if you guys want to sponsor us, hit us up. Our all I, email is pancreaspals123. Truly, all I, all I do is eat and then meal plan my next meal. If <laughs> we're not eating, we're thinking about our next meal. Yeah, and it's, it's a constant thought. It, it's like you got to think and let, like, Christy, I think this is actually 
a telltale thing because I, when I was doing injections, I used to look at food as how many units. But now that I'm doing my pump, I look at it as how many carbs because I put in the carbs, you know what I mean? It calculates yeah, it for me. So I think... I think that's a common thing for people who do injections, and I think that's a great way to look at it. Because and it's, it's funny. When I look at a sandwich or something, depending on the thickness of the bread, like I swear in my mind, I like have a chart, and I like segment the food mentally, and I'm like, all right, there's this many units, and like, let's say there's like a, a unit per like eighth of this sandwich, then I'm like, okay, there you go. That's how many units I'm taking if I want to eat half of it or I want to eat the whole thing. Um, and I think then this is what I did with the donuts if I'm looking at something and I'm like, this is how many units it would be in a perfect world, I'm also looking then at the content. If, let's say that I was going to have like a massive um, like sandwich that was, I don't know, a similar amount of carbs, but it was multigrain bread and like turkey, I would have stuck with the exact amount of, like let's say it was like five units. Mm-hmm. I would be like, all right, this is exactly like a five unit sandwich for me. And it's multigrain bread and turkey, so I don't need to take anything extra. I did the opposite with the donuts because that is so sugar and carb right. rich, and I just did not feel like dealing with the spike because I knew I was going to be eating all day. So and after added flavors in there for donuts, especially yeah, store bought and the bougie ones, they definitely have added like honey. You know, oh yeah, like I can only I can know. only imagine what was in this Maple. apple cider donut, but it was beyond yeah. apple cider. I know that much. Um, so after we're no we got, fools. we're not fools. <laughs> after we walked to the deli, I think I rechecked and I was like one eighty nine. Like I had gone up one one point. One but little, this is over point. how many? How many? This hours? was over hours because I had the donuts before I started work that morning at like eight, and then we got sandwiches at like two. But I mean, it just worked out really well. Um, I'm I'm gonna call it a birthday miracle, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, you I know, think so. then, of course, that evening, I'm 23, so I can talk about this, um, had a ton <laughs> of champagne and had Thai for dinner. Like so I, saw, I definitely saw a little bit of a spike that night. But, like, what's beautiful is that if you truly are treating yourself, and you know that this is the difference between constant indulgence and treating yourself. Like, when I treat myself, like, yes, I might see a spike, but as easily as something spikes up is as easily as I can get it to come back down. If you're having trouble getting your numbers back down, like, that's when you need to take a little bit of a time to hashtag reflect and just think about what your patterns have been. (laughs) I'm really trying to work in this week's theme. Like, I am pushing it. But it's true. If If you're having difficulty, sometimes it is a little bit of sickness. Sometimes it's stress. Sometimes it's just a bad time and it's not really due to anything that you're doing. Those are the most frustrating times. It's hidden ingredients. For me, a lot of the time, like my big thing is I'm, you know, I live in New York. I eat out a few times a week and that's usually when I see my spikes. Like I don't usually see my spikes when I'm making my own food because obviously I know what's in it. So it's like not like I'm in, you know, the middle of nowhere eating home, like amazing homemade fried chicken where I can count the crushed cornflakes. It's like I need, you know, the the added and you know the the reality of it is that we live in the US and we live in a place where people add sugar to a lot of things like a lot of things that we have no clue about so you just got to be careful and that's why I love my CGM and that's probably a big reason why I should not have it is because I constantly watch that's that why line. I can't that's why I can't have yeah. one I would drive yeah. myself up a wall I do I do drive myself nuts and my doctors have made me increase my um 
my graph, so I only get alerts above 220 now before it was 180, and they were like, you need to calm down. But my blood sugar was really great for the two weeks where it was 180, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, you got to hashtag reflect and realize at the same time, these are numbers that keep you alive, but that doesn't mean that they have to, you don't live for the numbers. You know what I mean? Like, I was talking to my boyfriend's aunt, who's also surprisingly type one, and shout out, she's amazing. I met her today. I guess I shouldn't be so creepily obsessed already, but anyways, here we go. Um, she, she you we got a lot of slides. Yeah, just let my freak flag fly. Um, she was, she had her own uh, journey to type one, and she's actually a nurse, and she has her PhD. She's like an amazing woman, and she has type one, and she uses an insulin pump. And we were talking about how how managing diabetes works and you know good control and stuff like that what works for me might not work for her that type of thing and I had this realization that I have I feel like every time I have this conversation with a fellow diabetic at the end of it I'm like I am only 23 and I can't bank on the fact that someone's going to find a cure in my lifetime so these numbers while they're not ideal all of the time I got to celebrate the ones that are good and just let go of the ones that are bad I can only learn from it I can only move forward and yeah my A1C is not where I want it to be nearly like it's it's not great and that the thing is I've only had diabetes for three years like I've, I have no doubt in my mind that in the next three years I'll be able to bring it down. But for now, I'm going to have that slice of bread. I'm going to have, you know, like half of the brioche roll instead of all of it. I'm going to enjoy the things that I like to enjoy. I'm just going to do it in moderation and try my damn best to, to cover it with insulin. But I don't want to spend hopefully the next 60 or 70 years looking at my phone, staring at these numbers, being obsessive and upset over it when at the end of the day, I love food and I am yeah, going to Yeah, we just admit it. We think about yeah. it constantly. All I do is think about food and I'm, I'm a healthy person in all other ways other than diabetes and thyroid disease and two things that are not a reflection of my diet and not a reflection of anything that I did to cause them. So why should I have to go and completely 180 my lifestyle when I can maybe you know, 140 it, 120 it. It doesn't have to be yeah, a full turn. It's, it's very hard to explain that to people too when you explain what the normal range is. Like, oh, normal people, yeah. live, normal people, pancreatically non-challenged people live Capable. between 80 we and 120 <laughs> all the time. So for people that really don't understand like what a true spike is, something like 150, I see 150 and I'm like, phew, good day. Someone yeah, else might see 150 who doesn't understand what that number means, and they're like, oh, my God, what does that or mean? The, the really type of, like, the really on top of it diabetics that are, like, obsessed with keeping it. And I don't want to say, I to be honest, and I don't want to cause any enemies, and we love all diabetics. We love all non-diabetics. We are not, you know, I'm not speaking for Christy, but for me, I get stressed out when I follow accounts. And we talked about this with Meredith last season, season one. Um Meredith, whoa, Miriam Brand. Who's I was going to say, who the heck is Meredith? I honestly don't even think I know a Meredith, to be honest. Moving on, that was weird. We talked about it with Miriam, about how 
following some really great Instagram accounts for diabetics might be motivating and seeing these positive numbers and seeing how they live their lives. But I was comparing my numbers to them and I was sitting there thinking, wow, they have their Dexcom targets set in between like 70 and 120. Like what's going on? They're keeping their, their numbers within this at all times. I would, go, like, I would honestly go low if I was focusing oh, me so too. hard on keeping it in that range especially in the latter half of the day like I need to put myself to bed at like 180 sometimes if I've had a low day previously I will put myself to bed at 200 and there's still a chance I will wake up low I drop overnight it's always been that way so it's completely unrealistic for me to I I aim to like end up in good places but on the in-between like there's not it's it's a journey it's a roller coaster for a reason enjoy it like maybe not enjoy it but what can you what can you do do? so my my uh my hot take my takeaway from that is follow people that make you feel that don't make you feel worse or more stressed or anything other than positive follow people that make you feel safe yeah, safe. You know, That's a good word. Safe because, in celebrating and safe yeah. in not punishing yourself when things go I swear badly. To you, Christy, I saw someone post the other day that they were at 160 and they felt, I quote, so sick, so thirsty, so high at 160. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was sitting there and she, they weren't pregnant. Like, you know being pregnant with diabetes it's a whole different thing I do want to have an episode like you know god bless I am not I have never I was just gonna say do we have to get pregnant for that episode because I'm not down no we do not have to get pregnant for that episode but I have friends who've had babies with type one and they're um they've like got who they are type one and they've had you know healthy babies but you do have to keep a really tight blood sugar, but I think the high level is 120. But these are girls who are 22, 23, who are walking around at 60 being like, yes, I'm at a good number. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting here, like, at 60, I'm shaking, I'm scared, and I am downing an orange juice like it's my job. Like, everyone has a different comfort level. Wait a minute, and their high is 120? Yeah. I'm concerned for them. There are also diseases out there like diabulimia and all these really scary things that are associated with diabetes that are very serious and definitely worth a very serious episode that people need to be careful about contracting and making sure that they're having a healthy mental mental health, mental thought process behind all of their, their bolusing, their units and everything and definitely seek seek any type of help if you are, you know, feel like you might might be going down a negative path or any way in which you're not 100% feeling healthy. I definitely recommend that. Um, Also, like, go see Miriam. Yeah, (laughs) talk to Miriam if you're down about anything. Yeah. Um, But kind of along... But back to food. No, I was just going to (laughs) say, kind of along all of these lines, I'm also getting ready for just, like, an annual type of checkup. Um, And that's typically a time before an appointment when I write down some of my numbers I try to get a beat on just what my pattern has been because I think everyone knows like when you go see your endocrinologist one of the first things they say other than you know hello is like (laughs) how are you doing and it's a very loaded question because they're asking in general how are you feeling how are you doing mentally but also you know they want to talk about your numbers that's why you're there So I think it's a good idea to have a little bit of a record with you of just, like, 
good experiences you've had and bad because when I have seen some like crazy spikes and I don't understand quite what happened I know that this was a big thing when I was first diagnosed and it's actually something Emily brought up earlier it was the hidden ingredients type of thing um, that used to get me a lot I feel like I've gotten a lot better with that but you know once you kind of conquer one thing another challenge comes up so life ain't perfect so I mean even something like oh I saw these numbers when I had a cold like is this normal you know you can kind of just get a little bit of mental peace as well from it so I think it's definitely a good idea before you go see your doctor even if you're seeing numbers that are a little bit unusual for you I think it's a really good idea to try to keep track of what got you there Right. I agree. And if you're having, if you're struggling eating specific foods, like, um, I am obsessed with pirate's booty from Trader Joe's and I, that's been like, it's weird because I'm really into chocolate and all things sweets, but lately the last like month I've just discovered the Trader Joe's cheddar pirate's booty and it's like a life. Sorry. There's constantly a fire truck going on outside my window. Welcome to New York. It's constantly, it's our theme. I think it's the background music to my apartment at this point, but I hope they're okay moving forward. Um, Definitely don't be afraid to bring it up to your doctor. And if you feel like you need to, you know, seek a nutritionist's help, my uh, Naomi Berry Diabetes Clinic or Center, SOS, they actually, when I was first diagnosed, they required me to see a nutritionist. And I still talk to the nutritionists like they have nutritionists they have like nutritionists that are also nurse practitioners they have a little bit of everything and I know that really helped me um not just when I was trying to lead a healthier life in general as far as exercising and dealing with type one which plug listen to Rob Howe's uh episode which was last week's he's great he's a pal for life um as you can tell from Christy and I posting about him all the time on Pancreas Pals Instagram moving forward these are all things that your doctors can discuss with you and it's not like anything's off limits just because you're diabetic like I don't personally eat um I don't eat too much sushi anymore which has been really sad to me but like I'll eat sashimi and stuff like that but the rice it has added stuff in it the sushi rice has like a little bit of added sugar here and there to make it sticky like you never know what's lurking and that's something where instead of having two rolls I'll have one roll and then like a lettuce roll and it's it's a compromise because I don't like to give things up but I will say that I no longer eat bagels like full New York bagels because Those things have, like, upwards of 80 carbs, which is, like, more than a milkshake at Shake Shack half the time. So I'd rather have a milkshake than a bagel, but that's just me. I need the bagel. I see, and (laughs) you're able to eat bagels, too. You eat bagels all the time, right? When I'm in New Jersey. You've mastered the bagel. I eat them sometimes in Boston. I just think of them as bread. The real bagels are in New York, New Jersey for me. Yeah. But, yeah, that's something I have had to play around with a lot. I really have it down at this point. Um, but yeah, that was, trust me, I have it down after, like, a baker's dozen of failures. That one of right. Oh my god. There's Just the pun. There was a pun intended. And she has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. It only <laughs> took her 22 minutes and 16 seconds, but, um, no, I'm proud of you. That was a good one. Looks over my shoulder. 23 years. This is what we get. Another great dad joke. I'm into it, though. 
But moral of, talk to a professional, talk to a nutritionist, talk to your doctor, do some playing around yourself as long as you feel safe and like you know what you're doing and you know you always have some low snacks on hand and wait things out, see how things go. That's always been my biggest issue is when I am seeing an 80 and I still have like three or four units on board, I'll reach for Skittles because I'm freaking out, but it could just be like 80 and then in 10 minutes I'll be like 90 and then, you know what I mean? It could be raising, rising and I oftentimes act before I feel anything, but I've also kind of stopped feeling lows, which is why my, um, CGM, shout out to Dexcom, has been a legitimate lifesaver. But again, these are all topics for another day. So, big moral of. Yeah, case in in point, um, I just think it's important to think about your numbers not in a, like, none of this exists in a vacuum. This is a lifelong disease, very unfortunately. So, it kind of has to be taken day by day. This was a piece of advice that Miriam gave us a while ago, but it's something that I've really come to think of as just a comfort thought. Like every single day with diabetes is a fresh start. And I think that's probably one of the like few comforts that I have with it. But I think it is the most positive way to think about it because you can have a truly awful day one day and be completely fine the next then have another awful day, then have like several great days, then have several bad days, but it's all what you make of it. And if you're sitting there and you're punishing yourself, that's really different than sitting and reflecting because a bad day is nothing to beat yourself up about. It's just something to learn from. So kind of keeping a little record of what led to bad things and, oh, I ordered this meal out and I was like 300 later that night then the next time you want to get that, like you still can, but you know, bolus for it properly. And if you have some kind of record of what happened last time, then you can tackle it all the better. And this time you might be 250 afterwards and then you try it next time. And you know, it's, it's a constant game, but it's a constant learning experience. And there is always, always room and opportunity to do better. Always room to grow. Yeah. Learning is for a lifetime. And that's beautiful. I mean, hey, this is what I'm here for, right? The random ass taglines. On why, that note, that's why I keep you around. I keep you around for your dad jokes. So as much shit yeah, I give, that's all I have. I keep cussing this episode. What is going on? SOS. Okay. We're getting bitter so, in our old age. Yeah, 23 has really aged us. <laughs> um, anyone older than 23 listening, we apologize. <laughs> Moving forward, we are very glad that you glad that you joined us for another week of Pankers Pals Insights. Sorry if we rambled on, but also not sorry because this is who we are. Um, <laughs> what is going on with me? SOS. I just need to end this already. Day. It's a roller coaster, not just blood sugar wise. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals, on Facebook at pancreas underscore, oh no, what is it? Pancreas pals PP. Yeah. And our website, pancreaspals.com. Uh, head to iTunes, download the episodes, or you can listen through our website. And we really are excited for the rest of the season. I know I keep saying that every week, but we still have. We still have some really cool guests coming up in the woodwork, uh, so make sure you stay tuned. Stay with us every Sunday. We will post a new episode, and it was great talking to you, Christy. Happy birthday. Thank you so much.
And thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.